You shouldn't put canned drinks in the freezer because they'll explode. Only if you let it freeze all the way. And it doesn't actually explode because I've forgotten about one in there before. What it does is it pops out. I don't care. I don't care. Bottom of the can. <laughs> and then when it thaws out, then it explodes when you open it. Okay, didn't ask for the science on that one. But that thanks. wasn't even science. That was just a direct observation. Sounds like science to me. Hi, Erica. How are you? I am thriving. Mm -hmm. How about you, Lindsay? Oh, pretty much just the same. Oh, good, good. I'm glad we're having a fan-fucking-tastic week already. It's always a fan-fucking-tastic week when I get to record a podcast with my friend. Aw, that's Mm. so cute. I was not going to say anything nearly that cheesy. That's fine. Um, I understand that you don't like me, and this this is an obligation to you. Yeah, it is kind of painful every week without fail. Listen, we're not getting paid for it yet, so you can stop anytime. But once we start getting paid for it, you're <laughs> fucked. <I'm> so, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's actually fine. I, I do enjoy this. I Yes, I would hope so. <laughs> One of the few, th- few good things in my life. I figured you would have told me if you didn't like it anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, if I hated this, you would know by now. Yeah. But anyway. Also... Oh, no. No. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. I mean, I was going to say, but anyway, let's talk about some cryptids. But then it sounded like you were going to say something not related to cryptids. No, I was going to say something related to cryptids. Kind of. I was going to ask, can you guess what I'm talking about if I tell you that I titled my notes, quote, Hot Witches? Uh, I don't think it's the Salem Witch Trials. No. But I can't think of anything else that is about witches right now that's okay so i think my last episode that i did was still during spooky season and you remember how i said like i searched for witch cryptids and then like went down a rabbit hole and found the pennsylvania hexes Mm -hmm. so this is one of the cryptids i almost did because i think it's just so fucking cool so Lindsay, today we are talking about the sukuyan or olhig or asema which is a fiery, vampiric witch from the Caribbean. Hell yeah. We love it already. Right? Exactly. Also. That's why it's hot. The Sukuyang is found in Dominica, Trinidadian, St. Lucian, Grenadian, and Guadalupean folk- folklore, among others. Also among Jamaican folklore, but that was not listed on the cryptid wiki, so I forgot to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> And quite honestly, I'm pretty sure, Lindsay, this is going to be us sometime in the future. Like, we're definitely going to do this if our other cryptid ideas don't work out. I'm fine with that. I don't even know anything about these witches, and I'm already fine with it. Cool. Perfect. That's all all we need. So, the Sukuyan, like many witches in our patriarchal society, appears as an ugly, wrinkled old lady who lives on her own. However... Me already. I'm 23. This wrinkled old lady quite literally sheds that image at night, stepping out of her skin to appear as a young woman who is also made of fire. Ooh. Badass. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
There are some variations of the legend that say the Sukuyan does not necessarily have to be female, but others say that, quote, they must be female because only female breasts can disguise the creature's wings. Are the wings on the front of their body? They're just on their body. Huh. I mean, I like, they're useful at least then, but. Finally. I know. A use for titties. That's the only one. There's nothing else that they can do. No, nothing that I know of. Mm-mm. The Sukuyan skin is stored in either a mortar, a kalabash, which is a type of gourd, or some other container when she is in her fireball form. In this form, she shoots across the sky as a ball of light and enters the home of a victim through a hole, crack, or crevice of any size. The Sukuyan is known to suck the blood of sleeping victims, leaving black and blue marks on their body in the morning. She then visits Basil, a demon who lives in the silk cotton tree, and exchanges this blood for powers or for extra years added on to her life. Sorry, his name is Basil? B-A-Z-I-L. I don't know how else to say Oh, that. okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, Basil. that's always just like Basil. a British name. And when I hear Basil, I think of Basil of Baker Street from The Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> <laughs> so just like a stodgy I British man in a tree. Two months ago. <laughs> no, it is not Basil of Baker Street. It's just a little British mouse. <laughs> yes. He's the demon who lives inside of a silk cotton tree and accepts blood as a form of currency. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, of course. According to some versions of this legend, the Sukuyan preys specifically on infants, and a visit from the Sukuyan is slash was often used to explain the unexpected deaths of babies. Basically, if this witch sucks out, sucks out a child's blood, the baby is said to develop locked jaws and refuses to eat, which indicates that, like, it's going to die. Interesting. Yeah, but fear not. There are several ways to thwart a Sukuyan. Oh, good to know. Yeah, families who are trying to keep their baby safe, will often make a blue cross on the house's door and will spread grain outside their home on the ninth night after the baby is born. Don't ask me why the ninth night. I did not see an explanation. They might also put knives, forks, and Bibles near the baby's head to keep her away, which seems a little dangerous. And they might mark all of the doors with chalk. So, one reason for spreading grain outside of the door is because, like vampires and Rougarou, the Sukuyan will have to count every grain of rice before she can go anywhere else. Hmm. One source also recommended making sure that, like, there are no bags around, like, near the rice, because I guess that way she can't collect the grains in the bag and has a higher risk of, like, dropping them and needing to start over. Wait, so then so, you would want bags around no no no. so like if you have a bag she can oh, oh yes in the bag. okay i thought like she would if you don't have the bag she could kick over a pile okay like uh, the vampire machine we talked about. again i couldn't do that it would be so mean <laughs> it would be but like this way if she fucks up it's her own fault yeah this is true you're not helping or hindering i am just doing With... my due diligence for my baby exactly so if the sukuyan is still counting grains by daybreak one of two things might happen. Number one, the sunlight will destroy her. Or, number two, people will find her and beat her with brooms until she dies. Oh, I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't expect the second one. I was like, well, that's one way to do it. That's, like, not fun. 
Like, with no? vampires, it's like, oh, they'll turn to dust in the sun. But if it was, like, oh, to kill a vampire, you need to beat him to death with a broom. Like, it would be a lot less fun of a of a legend. <laughs> I know, but it's just like, I was like, okay, yeah, sunlight destroys her. Or I guess you find out her identity if you see her. They're like, no, you beat her to death with a broom. I was like, there is no option to right. let her go. You beat her to death. Oh. <laughs> At least in that case and if you do beat her to death with those brooms she will leave her skin behind which is apparently a good thing because sukuyan's skin can be used in like magic rituals oh okay yeah and speaking of skin another way to thwart the sukuyan is to find it to find her skin once found you can do like three different things you can either spread coarse or unrefined salt on it you can rub it with peppers or you can burn it so if you go with the salt method the skin will shrivel up, and the sukuyan will not be able to put it back on the next morning, mm-hmm. after which, again, she'll be destroyed by sunlight. And nothing really said what happens if you rub peppers on the skin, but I'm guessing, like, it's unpleasant to put on. Yeah, it's probably. a bit spicy. Well, I guess she's already made out of fire, so it wouldn't really burn her her real skin, but... but like, it would hurt. It would not like, be fun. It on. Yeah. No. And then, so, like, I guess, again, like, she would not go into it and get hit by sunlight, and obviously, if you burn the skin, she can't hide inside of it again either. Right. But, exactly. But if wasting rice or touching someone else's shed skin is not your groove, you can also rub your entire body with cow gall or mutton fat, which makes your blood taste bitter. What is cow? A... Oh, cow, cow, comma, gull, comma, or mutton fat? No. What's a cow, cow? gall? Gall. G-A-L-L. I don't know what it is, and I didn't feel like looking at it. Oh, like a gallbladder, probably? Maybe. That was my guess. Okay. I thought, okay, that makes sense. I thought it was like a cow gull, like a kind of bird. I was like, I've never heard of that before. Probably because it's not real. Probably because it's it's a real cryptid in the the sense that it does not (laughs) exist, and no one is trying to say that it exists. (laughs) Except for us. (laughs) Next week's episode, cow gulls. What do we know about them? (laughs) What do they do? (laughs) Are they real? Yes. So, um, apparently the Sukuyan is a really picky eater, so if your blood is bitter, she's going to leave you alone. That's fair. I mean... Yeah. She gets one meal a day, probably. This is, like, her only probably. time to shine. She's going to eat what she wants. Exactly. And I guess if baby blood is more tender, then she should drink baby blood. I don't know what it would be. I don't know if liquids can be tender, but I understand what it's you're trying fresh. to say. <laughs> it's fresh. Thank you for getting my vibe, even though words are, like, not functioning for me today. That's fine. It is uh, 9.30 p.m. on a Thursday for you. I, well, I mean, I'm drinking wine. I don't know what your drink of choice is tonight, but I respect all decisions. Yeah, I have half-frozen Dr. Pepper. I went to the store this week to get some more Zinfandel because I was out, and they were, they didn't have any. (gasps) Yeah, so I got, like, this, it was so rude, like, I want my wine that tastes like fruit and strawberries. extremely rude. Alternatively, you can prevent the sukuyan from entering your home via the keyhole. So because she is just a ball of fire in her true form, the sukuyan can shrink down to any size to fit through tiny spaces and enter her victim's home. Because of this, she's often said to enter through the keyhole. So to prevent her from doing this, some people will like lock their door but leave their key in the horizontal position. So this way... When the Sukuyan tries to come through the keyhole, they'll hear it rattling around mm. when she's, like, trying to get in. And they can turn it back to the vertical position and crush her inside. That's 
You know, there was some thought that went into that, and I like it. I appreciate it. I think it's kind of creative. And it's a lot more fun. I don't want to say fun. Creative is a good word than beating her to death with a broom. (laughs) (laughs) The brooms are a little less inventive, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I, I assume it's still effective. I mean, how could it not be, you know? Yeah, honestly. And then there was one last method I saw of getting rid of a sukuyan. So if the sukuyan drips blood onto your clothing when she's drinking, you can then boil the cloth in water and stab the blood stain with a sharp pin, which will then force her to seek repentance. So I'm assuming that means she'll either, like, apologize to you or to a priest or something, but either way, like, you're going to figure out who it was. Yeah, is there, like something that happens to turn people into sukiyans or is it just that's they're here because maybe that might like break a curse and then they're back to being regular women i don't think it's breaking a curse Hmm. so i think that one way is like you make a deal with like basil or the devil or whatever okay like typical witch stuff and then another one i forget which source this is from i don't know if i included it in the like end part because i didn't draw from it very much um i think another place that i saw said that if a sukuyan drinks your blood you run the risk of becoming a sukuyan yourself ah uh, i see yeah so like that's how they can make new ones it's either like a deal with the devil or they drink your blood so either witches or vampires i got you. yeah because if it's the making a deal with the devil then if they repent then they would be un well i don't know the church does not take kindly to people making deals with the devil so i don't know really how much that would help them but yeah i don't know i don't know but just be careful if you do try to employ any of these methods because some people say that the sukuyan has developed a way of spitting into your eyes so that you go blind as a defense mechanism that's fun yeah we love evolution in this house (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're right we do we really do (laughs) The Sukiyan is still a really prevalent part of, like, Caribbean folklore, and two of the methods that I told you for getting rid of a Sukiyan actually came exclusively from an article that talked about how these Guyanese students did some research and asked people in different villages how to, like, get rid of them. Mm. And I think that part is honestly, like, kind of the coolest, because it seems like most stories of the Sukuyan are still, like, passed down orally rather through written means, which is probably why there are so many, like, variations. That is very cool. Yeah, I love that part. So overall, these legends are said to be a mix of the French vampire myth and some beliefs brought over from enslaved Africans, but either way, I just think the witches are super cool, and it's also funny that in the one book I was looking at, It says that they move at the speed of lightning with, quote, blazes of fire rising out of her armpits, which I guess are meant to be her wings, question mark. But I just think it is such a funny, like, image. That's, yeah, that is really a great visual of, like, a woman just opening her arms and then fire coming out of her armpits and just (laughs) propelling her at insane speeds across the island or whatever. That's so good. Plus, that would make sense as to why they have to be disguised in your breasts as well, because they're, like, adjacent. That would make that would make a lot more sense than having the wings on your back and then being disguised by your boobies. Yeah. Um, on a less fun note, that same book reports that in 1902, an old woman was actually, like, beaten up by a group of people in Jamaica hmm. because they thought she might be a sukuyan, which is not great. <sighs> single women, single childless women are not a threat. No, they're just they're there. Not. And ugly is not evil. Exactly. I mean, like, I know I'm ugly and evil, but, like, 
That's the exception. They're not related. I embrace it. <laughs> They're not related. Correlation, not causation. <laughs> but yeah, super cool witch legend. I strive to be a blood-sucking ball of fire someday. That is honestly my new goal. See, that's the dream because you get to separate yourself from the world of men and also uh, give up your... Uh, Skin. Yeah, your femoral body. Like, I don't want that. And if I can do both yeah. of those things at one time, I will suck some blood. Absolutely. 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 But yes, that is all I have for this. I know it's a little bit short, but again, most of these legends are oral traditions, so. Well, that's so much fun. Yeah, I love them and I support them fully. And I hope one day to join their ranks. Me too. They sound awesome. My sources for this episode were Sukuyan from the Cryptids Wiki, Ohig posted by GX Media on thingsguyana.com, tracing the legends of the Ohig, Fire Rass, and the, Bak- the Baku by a staff reporter for the Guyana Chronicle, and Neither Led Nor Driven, Contesting British con- Cultural Imperialism in Jamaica, 1890 from 1895 to 1920, pages 34 to 35, by Brian L. Moore and Michelle A. Johnson. Two things. We love challenging cultural hegemony, and also it should have been called the Guyanical. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so good. I mean, there are also, like, there were a fuck ton of other websites that, like, I looked at, browsed, and decided that the information was similar enough to the ones in those that, mm-hmm. like, I left them out. It's also hard because it goes by so many different names. That's the tricky part whenever these things have either like regional titles or just like everybody calls it something kind of different. Oh yeah, there are regional titles, but it all boils down to like the same basic thing. It's mm-hmm. really, really cool though. I I love that it's spread in like just this localized area. It's so cool. And I think, I really do think that like, we don't get any good folklore anymore. And like when there yeah. are cultures that maintain that from, you know, generations past, I think that's really cool. Yeah, because it's awesome. So yeah, good anyway, job, Lindsay. Erica. You did a good job. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. No one's ever proud of me. Well, now I, I am. I so much. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can achieve my dreams now and be a ball of fire. Only if you turn me into one. De- okay. Okay. I'll go make a deal with the devil or Basil or whoever after this. The little mouse on Baker Street. The little mouse that lives in Sherlock Holmes' basement. <laughs> so, Lindsay, if people want to contact us and possibly find out how they, too, can become a Sukuyan, how can they do that? So, first of all, wait until the sun goes down. Then, yes. put a blue cross in front of your door so we know which door to knock on. But then also... Uh, leave your message scattered in rice in front of it. So as we are picking up and collecting the rice and reading it, we'll read your message and then we'll know it. And we might suck your blood anyway, but if your message is good enough, maybe we'll let you go. Yeah. So keep it limited to just the number of grains of rice that you need to tell us your message. Yeah. Very finite. I'm not not appreciated. I'm not good at math. I really can't count very well. So just as few as possible. Thank you. And I get distracted, so I would lose count very easily. Yeah. Like, once numbers start having more than, like, three syllables, I'm fucked. Wow, if I can count fast 40, it's a good day for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's because 
No, because when I do cross stitches, if I'm doing like a big area and if it's more than an inch, I'm just like, fuck, I hope it's this many because this is how many I'm going to do. And if it's not, I'll fix it later. <laughs> but yes, listeners, if you want to contact us and don't have grains of rice or don't believe in making a cross on your door because that makes work for you to like clean stuff up, then I guess Lindsay and I will fly as balls of fire over your house and you can instead email us at justmightexistpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram as justmightexist. Exactly. Yes, you can do those things. Please do it. Send us an email. We haven't, well, I haven't checked the email in a while, but maybe we haven't gotten any emails in a while and I miss getting emails. I don't know. I haven't checked in a while. It's been... It's been a a rough couple of weeks. A rough couple of weeks (laughs) since you looked at me. (laughs) On that note, Lindsay, I know something you can do. Hmm. You can tell us the cryptid of the week. Cryptid of the week is any number higher than 40. Because to me personally, they do not exist.